Melbourne United book their ticket to Perth to take on the Wildcats in the grand final NBL series for 2021. Nobody's been better in the regular season. And now we find out if they can beat the very best to claim the ultimate title. The Perth Wildcats await. Well, the grand final teams are ready to go. Friday night at RAC Arena and then backing up game two at RAC Arena. And then, all things being equal, going back to Melbourne for the last three games. The man who knows the league better than most is Pete Hawley from the NBL commentary team and, of course, a former United player. Pete, uh, the best teams have made the grand final. Yeah, they have. And that's what we all wanted, I think, in the end. And the one sad part, if you're a basketball fan, is that there's going to be no Bryce Colton. I think everybody... Really wanted to see both these teams at full strength going going at it in the finals because everyone knows that Perth just go to another level in the finals. Uh, but no Bryce Conn, that's going to make things a little bit tougher. No doubt. Does it even things out considering what Melbourne United have had to do being one on the road, two conceding they can't have uh, their first game at home because of COVID? It's all pretty self-explanatory, but no Bryce Cotton on one side of the fence and the other side probably not a level playing field because of what Melbourne United have had to do in the lead-up and also what they'll have to do during the finals. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, it's just Bryce's greatness. We just can't ever go past of what he's done this year is somehow he's been better than he's been since he's entered the league, which is just crazy to even say. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a tough little stretch for Melbourne United and, uh, every time they've, they've been talking to the media and stuff, they said that everyone else has had their turn dealing with COVID throughout the year. Mm. It's just their turn to deal with it now, which is unfortunate because they're entering the grand final series. But yeah, as you said, all going well. I think Jock Landau said in the press conference last night that uh, even if they do go 0-2, they get three games to try and claim it on the home floor in front of their fans, which is something that probably two weeks ago, I don't think anybody in Melbourne thought was possible. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't think it was possible at one stage last night. They were down by 17 points. They were asleep at the oh, wheel. They were asleep yeah. at the wheel, but then Landau did step up and they got great service out of the the, the normal players as well, in, in particular Chris Golding. Yeah, they did. And look, I, I was calling that game on SEN and I was I was thought the same. I was like, Phoenix will come out hot. Melbourne United are asleep. And that's the little trap that I think Melbourne United can fall in. And especially knowing how talented and how deep they are. And they've been playing some really good basketball in the last couple months leading into the finals whereas the Phoenix who had been stumbling and been inconsistent, mm. I think they were in the back of their head thinking, well, our talent alone we're going to get this job done and Mitch Creek, Keeper Sykes came out and said, well, you've got to beat us first, we're not going to step aside uh, and it was interesting that 17 point timeout when they were down Dean Vickerman, he was pretty late to go over to the timeout and Chris Golding was talking but Dave Anderson was the one who was having a few words to say and that's that veteran leadership of winning experience to have. He's, he's not going to play too many minutes, but he's going to be there to tell everybody exactly what they need to hear. Mooney versus Landau. Oh, that's going to be a big one, isn't it? I mean, Perth need John Mooney to have a massive, massive series. And that last game they played at RSC Arena in the regular season, they left him go one-on-one. And Chuck Landau had a bit of a bit of a field day, which uh, we hadn't often seen so far this season. I'm a big fan of John Mooney, but I think Trev's going to have a few aces up his sleeve, as he always does. And Throw a couple random uh, traps at him. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if you see Tom Jervis come out there. He's got five fouls to use. Try and <laughs> get, get Jock Landale in a bit of uh, frustration, which we saw in game two when he got frustrated. He got fouled off. They changed the game. Um, so I think Jock Landale is the key. So Trev's going to have a few aces up his sleeve to throw at him. Pete Hooley, our guest uh, from the SEN commentary team. Of course, the NBL Grand Final 
is down to two. Our Perth Wildcats against Melbourne United, who, as we speak, are on a plane coming over for to Perth to uh, to settle in, get some uh, some fresh legs, of course, have a shoot around tomorrow, and then prepare for the grand final game one. Uh, Luke Travers is a player that has not probably been seen. Well, he's been seen a lot, but probably not against United in in this series against the Hawks. He was outstanding. Didn't have a great game uh, three the other night. He did some special things late, but he was certainly off, uh, wasn't up to the standard of the first two games of the series. But he's only 19, so there are excuses. But he's a, he's a player that might be that X factor for Perth that maybe United haven't seen enough of. Yeah, for sure. I'm a massive Luke Travis fan. I've been caught up in that hype for the last couple of months now. And uh, as you said, he did, didn't do a lot in game three. And then he had a couple of big like errors, turnovers, missed mm. shots in the third quarter, and you've got to give credit to Trev then because in the start of the season when he was starting in the power forward, he made one mistake. Trev would sit him for the whole game. Yep. Now he's got to the point where he can play through those mistakes and make massive plays, which he did at the end. We would never have seen that in game one, and he's doing it in game three of a semi-final series. The way that Trev has coached him and he has grown over this year has been outstanding. Uh, he's got NBA-level talent, I think, and he's just going to continue to get better. He's still a development player. So he, his ceiling is incredible, and I think he will be an X-factor in this series. And the next contract's going to be big. <laughs> oh, big time. Big time. De- development, mon- development, money, development money to a starting five player with a grand final franchise and the most successful franchise in the NBL. You can all of a sudden uh, command a few extra dollars. Absolutely. I'll be doing that every time he steps out on the floor. He's done it. Get an extra zero on that. A short, uh, short and sharp on the Phoenix. They walk away with the season. Uh, forget about the fact they got 17 up. I mean, they probably haven't forgotten about it. They're probably still filthy. But where do, where do you mark their season? Look, I think it was, I think it was successful. I mean, second year in the league, uh, mm. where they got to was incredible. They just had so many injuries, so many interruptions that they had to try and navigate through. And the problem was the roles changed for everyone. Nearly every second week, someone else had to do a different role. There was injuries they had to deal with. That keeper Sykes, who was their main guy, was out for a long time. Then he had to find his feet. Kyle Adnan went from starting to barely playing now in the semi-final series. We after showed that he deserved minutes. So they just had to deal with all that. And ultimately, you came up against a team that had everything figured out and it was going to have to play your perfect basketball 40 minutes and just didn't happen in the end. So I think it'll be a big positive for what they could do and what they have done in this year. And they can definitely build on that. But we even saw it, Cam Glidden, had to go home for the birth of his second child. And now he comes in, doesn't score in a game three because his role changed in a matter of two weeks. So uh, they had to deal with a lot of things that were out of their control, which was tough, but I think they did a great job this year. Don't know the contract situation. Uh, Pete Hooley, our guest uh, from SEN Basketball and NBL commentary as well, and former United player. Pete, don't know his contract situation, but for something like that with Kyle Adnam, who I thought was a significant player for the Phoenix in stages through the year. I know he's a bit of a hot and cold, but he's a young, talented, gifted player. And he has been you know, around the league. He has been from team to team uh, in recent times. But uh, I, I think uh, he's, a, he's a key component in any team that he goes to. Um, would, would that lack of use in last night's Game 3, where he barely got on the court, would that hurt him to the point where he'd be looking elsewhere? It would definitely hurt him. I'm not sure about looking elsewhere. That's that's where he's from. So I think he's very comfortable there. But it's also, that would be a conversation that you'd be having uh, when it comes to the exit, exit meetings of, I showed everything I could do. And then when it comes to the crunch time and other guys are playing over me, like, what's the deal here? If the roster's similar next year, how does that impact me? So yeah. 
in the end, when it comes to any professional athlete, you've got to do what's best for you and your family. And uh, I think there'll be some other movement around on the Phoenix, which means that he'll probably be okay to be able to stay there. And he deserves a pay rise anyway. We showed he stepped into a starting role and dominated for a good two months there with Keeper Sykes out. Mm. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see how those conversations go. All righty. Who wins the grand final series? Starts Friday, second game Sunday. Possibly back Melbourne, fingers crossed, Wednesday, and then basically uh, anchored there if required, game four and five. Who wins and why? Uh, I'm going to have to say Melbourne just because of no Bryce Cotton. Their depth is incredible. Scotty Hobson, the way he's playing right now off the bench is, uh, I mean, he's an MVP caliber player on his best night. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this series, if it does come back to Melbourne after this weekend, that it's split 1-1, I think, Perth. Red Army will be going crazy. As you said, they got the X-Factors. Todd Blanche was playing well right now. Uh, I think over a five-day series with without the best player in the league, it's going to be tough to see Perth get it. Look forward to the commentary. Thanks for joining us on Sporting Goss today. It's going to be a beauty. Thanks, mate. Good on you. There's Peter Hawley. He's a wonderful, knowledgeable man and former just out of the competition, of course, and part of the SEN commentary team and NBL on the telly as well. This is Sporting Goss. Go the Wildcats.